Hey, babe, you're gonna be a dad. And you're gonna be a mom. <laughs> what? Hi, guys, I'm Angela Lanter. <laughs> and I'm Matt Lanter. So, my husband, Matt, you might recognize him from your TV screen. He's an actor. Yeah, and my smoking hot wife sitting next to me, you might recognize her off your computer screen. She's a blogger. Come along and experience this journey with us as we prepare to have our first kid. Yeah, to the dudes out there, this is scary stuff unprecedented territory. I need your support. And the moms. I mean, there's so much going on with our bodies and we're experiencing so many crazy things. So I'm going to tell you like it is. That's true. Well, we originally didn't even intend to release this podcast. We just wanted to look back at it and have it as sort of like an audio yearbook. But the more we thought about it, we thought, why not share this with the world? Hopefully y'all can learn with us. Laugh with us. Or maybe reminisce about your own pregnancy. Either way, sit back, relax, and join us on Hello Bump. Hey, you guys. Yellow. Welcome back to Hello Bump Podcast, where we talk about, well, pregnancy. <laughs> and Angela Lanter's. Specifically my pregnancy. Specifically you and your belly. Mm-hmm. Well, you're the co-host. You're the mom. <laughs> I'm the host of the pregnancy, though. We've established that. Um, Matt Lanter. I supplied sperm mm-hmm. to this pregnancy. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's a medical thing, guys. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, so we're doing Hello Bump. You've tuned in to episode number 17, covering week 22 of our pregnancy. Let's jump in. Let's do it. Okay, well, here we are, week 22. Yeah. Well, it's... over. We're week 23 right now, but we're, recover- we're covering week 22. Right. It's kind of flown by a little bit. Do you understand... That next week we will be 24 weeks, and at 24 weeks, like textbook, the baby is supposed to be able to actually live outside of the womb. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. It's kind of... Makes you feel better. It does make you feel better, although I'm sure it's dangerous. What's going on with my throat? I have like a frog in my throat right now. Hang on. (coughs) That was sexual. I'm back. (laughs) But... I don't know. I take comfort in that. Do you? I do. Like, I feel like once we hit week 24, it's going to feel like, okay. From here on out, it's just everything is an added bonus. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there are, of course, of course, are those nightmare stories. Yeah. Horror stories. But the good thing is that we have a very, very active little girl. So, we do, which what is, is that's good, I suppose. Yeah. If you, so at, at week 28, the doctor will start having you actually count your kicks. Oh, and why? Then, um, it's just a way to monitor the baby and to make sure that she's, you know, moving as much as she should and everything like that. And so um, one of the apps, is it the bump app or baby bump app? One of them actually has a kick counter in the app. And so you turn it on for an hour and every time you feel a kick, you hit the app. And you, you go and you tap it, you know, for every kick that you have. And then that way you can give that back to your doctor and, and they can see what the activity yeah, is Yeah, but like. I mean, what what does that do? What is, what a certain amount of kicks puts her, what? I really don't uh, know. As well, a pre- you know what? We have a doctor's appointment this coming Friday, so we can actually talk to her about that and find that out. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to find out on, because you brought up the Bump app. 
trying to find out uh, what is how big is little baby lanter today. Yeah, we didn't write it down this week. We're usually pretty good about that, but we didn't do it this week. We did not, but she's a coconut. The size of we knew that actually we just forgot we looked it up and we read it. Ten point nine inches, fifteen ounces is the standard. I think she weighs more like sixteen, seventeen. You think she ounces. weighs a pound? I think she weighs over a pound because oh. at our last appointment, which was what three weeks ago, wasn't she already weighing twelve ounces? I think so. I'm pretty sure she weighs more than a pound now. Huh. Okay. I think that that averages on the low end. Maybe. Was it Melissa who went after us and? And her baby already weighed almost a pound at that point. And that was like three weeks ago. And she's a day behind me. Yeah, it was definitely over what the app said. So I think the app is just, maybe it's just an average. Maybe. Well, hey, let's talk about what's been going on with you. Yeah. Over the last week and me. Yeah. So I kicked off the week with a lot of energy. You have been having some crazy energy. Some robust energy. All this energy that people have talked about and all these apps have talked about for second trimester didn't really ever seem to hit you but this week it did and you know what's really odd about the whole thing is that i'm not getting great sleep like we're still staying up way too late and getting up way too early yeah but yeah i'm I, i have so much energy i'm not napping actually i don't even remember the last time i took a nap it has been a while for you no, you know what? I took a nap last week while you went to the gym, but I didn't actually fall asleep because of the dog. Ah, yeah. She didn't have on her bark collar. Yeah, we've been doing the bark collar, giving her a little shocky shock when she barks. Which it, we, it's not much, guys. It's no, just a little it's tiny, not. Like, little zap. She doesn't even like it kind of like doesn't even phase her anymore when she does get shocked. But yeah. but here's the thing. When she has it on, she doesn't bark. She knows better. Yeah. But as she, soon as you take it off, she's like. The weird thing about her is that she's an, a natural born yapper. Like this has just happened in the past year or so that she just. And it's not we're not talking about like we're not talking about that. She's barking for viable reasons. We're talking about she is barking for stupid reasons. No reason at all. Like I will walk into the room and she'll lose her mind. Yeah, it's it's really irritating. She's irritating. Not in general. She's a good, (laughs) she really is a good dog. So, but yeah, you've been having a lot of energy and... I finally got my closet done. Eh, Hooray. For the most part. I'm still in the process of changing over my hangers, which you think is the stupidest thing in the world. And I think it's absolutely necessary. So... Well, we'll agree to disagree. Mm -hmm. So guys, I don't know if I talked about this last week. I don't think I did, but I'm in the process of changing over all of my hangers to velvet hangers. Matt thinks it's an unnecessary expense. I think that it is a way of A, having a uniform looking closet and B, salvaging my clothes because no longer do I get those annoying hanger marks in my shoulders of my shirts. I hate those. And this, let's just say this really quick. This is coming from the guy who A, will not allow a wire hanger in our closet and B, hates the plastic hangers with like the metal neck on them um i don't hate those yes you do you hate the plastic ones that have that little metal thing and it's all plastic yeah yeah yeah. i hate those Uh (laughs) uh-huh i just hate them you make me throw them away yeah i can't stand them yeah i don't like the way the little metal hook just like so you have your hanger preferences and i have my hanger preferences 
Yeah, your hanger preferences are just very like champagne hanger. <laughs> I thought that, but then I've had like I don't know, like three or four different people come over to our house to visit, walk in our closet and say, you know, you really should switch over to velvet hangers. Are you talking about fashion people like Audrey who does? No, actually, she wasn't even one of them. She likes the wire ones that you hate. Yeah. No, like my girlfriend, Blair Fowler, Uh, Brookie, our housekeeper. They all have velvet. huh? They all came in and were like, why are you not using velvet hangers? Is this a hanger podcast or what? Can we move on? Well, I'm just saying. Okay, so can, let me just let me just. If there are any guys listening to this, they're not now. You don't know. Maybe they like hangers with velvet for their pants because their pants won't slip off. You don't know that. Let me know when you're ready to talk about pregnancy stuff. Well, I just want to finish about my closet because right. I feel like I deserve a verbal pat on the back because. I worked my butt off for three days straight. That's me patting you. <laughs> I decided to finally get out my steamer and steam like all of our stuff that was just like really needing it. And I injured myself. This is a twofold little uh, question answer thing here. Uh, there's no question. I don't know why I said question. Hey, we got a new steamer and it's awesome. Yeah. Just who, from Conair. Who, is it Conair? I was yeah. going to say, who makes that no, thing? No, it's Conair. Anyway. It's, it's from... Um, well, they, they sent it to me, but it is from Bed Bath & Beyond. That's I wish it. we knew the model number because really it's a good... You know what? I have it on my blog post, my Laundry Hack blog post. I, I linked it there. Okay. Well, go over to Angel Lantern and check out this new steamer because yeah. we like it. Gets really hot, really fast, puts out a lot of steam. Downside... So you tried it the other night. I forgot to ask you. You liked it? Yeah, I liked it. Good. Downside to this is you can burn your arm. I wasn't even talking about that injury. I was talking oh. about the shoulder injury. Oh, well, that'll come next, I suppose. But you burnt your, your arm on the... It actually melted my skin off. Well, let's not get graphic, but yeah. It did. It, it like took a little skin off. You you had to doctor I was it. like, are you okay? Is the baby okay? That was probably the worst burn that I've had in a while. I'm being funny about it, but it was it was bad. It wasn't very good. Yeah. But that's that actually just happened like two days ago on Saturday. You're talking about from doing the steamer because you were steaming all the curtains and stuff like that you gave yourself some sort of a shoulder shoulder or like a i went into the chiropractor and he said that i like overused my shoulder and my arm muscles yeah was it like a ligament or a muscle i don't know but you you got it it's totally fine now but it was bad for a couple of days i mean yeah it was it was actually kind of starting to scare me a little bit because Mm -hmm. i at first i couldn't figure out why my arm and shoulder were hurting so bad and then it was hurting like down into my chest Mm -hmm. And it was, it just started to scare me. I tried to massage it out a little bit. It seemed to help. You got in there really good one night. Like, I mean, to the point where it was painful, but the next day I woke up feeling much better. Yeah. So then to add to that. You were icing it too, weren't you? I think so. Yeah. So to add to that, you hurt your calf, (sighs) but you didn't do anything. No. You literally woke up. At 6 a.m. going, babe, babe, oh, my, my calf hurts. <laughs> I thought I, I might have had tears in my eyes. No, honestly. It was unlike a pain that I've ever experienced in my entire life. No, listen, I, I have pulled my neck. I've pulled muscles like that before. It hurts. It wasn't I'm a not, pulled muscle. That was a cramp. I'm not, uh, I'm not making light of the situation because 
obviously it was painful. It woke you up at 6 a.m. You woke me up and I look over like kind of in the dark and I can see she's holding her leg in the air and going like, ah, ah. <laughs> like, I really was. I was going, oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. it was so bad. And when you touched my calf, yeah. my calf was rock hard. Yeah. You had a little knot in there. So at 6 a.m. I kind of wake up. I'm, I'm, I'm massaging your, your calf out and it kind of more or less tears in my eyes. It uh, it loosens up enough yeah. that you can go back to sleep. Yeah. I wonder if, th- if these are related. We've been talking about continuing to use the calcium. The uh, magnesium. The magnesium, I mean, powder stuff. And, yeah. And, and you didn't take it the night before that. That's right. I didn't. So I don't know if these are related or, you know, if you're getting into a phase where your body maybe needs more magnesium or your muscles or ligaments are getting a little strained because of... I'm a little bit wondering, too, because I started that pregnancy Pilates this past week and the cramp happened, I think, the day after after or two days after I did the Pilates. And I was doing the the type of Pilates where you, you lay on one side and you hold your leg up in the air and you do the tiny circles front and back, front and back. I'm wondering if I, like, did something to my calf, like, overworked it and just got really tired. But that left calf has hurt me for a solid three days straight. I mean, to the point of like putting on shoes, my legs hurt. I've never had a leg cramp before in my life ever. That was a horrible experience. It will make me never miss my natural calm at night. I'll tell you that much. Wow. But you know, I think possibly if it has anything to do with the Pilates, probably one of the ways to avoid it is to continue doing Pilates. Yeah, I need to, I definitely want to keep up with that. So I found a Pilates video that I liked on YouTube. I would like to start doing a 20 minute YouTube video every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then Tuesdays and Thursdays. I'd love for you and I to like go out and just take a good walk. You want me to do the Bowflex? You know, I, I, yeah, you don't have to do, I've been working out on this Bowflex, which I really, really like lately. It's like a stair stepper, uh, max interval thing. I don't really care if you do the Bowflex. I, I just keep saying the Bowflex because it's right there. Yeah. And it's easy exercise. But yeah, if you're doing... I kind of just feel like I, I would feel much better if I had to do the Bowflex if you were right there. Just in case like I got too tired and I started to fall or something I, like that. Listen, again, I don't want you to do... I don't want you to do the 14-minute max interval calorie burn program. Right. I, I don't li- think I could. I, I don't think that no. I would pass out. I literally just want you to get on there and move your legs. Right. That's it. But if you're doing Pilates three times a week and you're walking two other times a week, that, that'd be really That's good. That's really what my I want my goal to be. But here it is. We're actually recording this on Monday for this past week. And it's Monday and I didn't get my workout in. So what I am going to do, but it's because I sat on my computer and worked for like, what, eight hours straight today? Well, finish this up and go in there and do some yoga. I think I'm going to do some stretches before bedtime and see if I can help Yeah. my just move my legs out a little bit and my neck. I feel like my neck is so stiff from looking at the computer all day. I, you know, I, I got, I think we talked about it like two weeks ago. I got my first prenatal massage, like in my second trimester. Mm -hmm. And that masseuse told me that I specific, she was like, if you are working on your computer, you have got to get up every hour and move and stretch your body. And I hear, I heard what she's saying and I'm like, yeah, of course, duh but I don't do it. You, I need to set a timer on my phone. You even have external monitors and stands to yeah. help the pressure on your neck and your eyes and you don't do it. I don't wear my glasses either. There's, there's like no helping you. It's like once I get in the zone and I start working, I don't want anything to, to disrupt me. I don't want to have to get up to pee. I don't want to have to eat. 
don't want to do anything that's going to take me out of the zone of getting so my work done. That's why you pee in that bucket. That was really gross. But that is why I go, I, I hold my pee for so long. And then when I go, it's forever long. And you're like, how in the world do you hold that much pee? That is so bad for you. I know. I know it is. But I also feel like I have a larger bladder than most people. Listen, you are uh, 10 steps maximum from the bathroom where know, you work. I know, but it breaks my concentration from whatever it is that I'm doing. Angela, that is ridiculous. I know. Okay, well, let's see. What other bodily things have been ailing you? Your cracked mouth. It's back again. What is going on? Only on the right side. Only on the right side this time, though. It's not on both. It's just on the right. And you can actually physically, you can see it. I also have some acne on my chin that just sprang up this last week, and I cannot get rid of it. I'm going to have to go to the dermatologist to get that doctored. I mean, do you think this is all pregnancy stuff? Well. I guess. Ina, our esthetician, said that if it's on my chin, it's hormonal. So. So I guess so. Yeah, it's got to be. I've been I've been treating it topically with tea tree oil, which seems to help. But I've just got a couple on the corners of, of your mouth. No, I'm talking about my my oh, acne. Oh, I was like, well, no, I don't think my, you'd be drinking. No, 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 no. That I'm just using Aquaphor. Okay, well, let's hope this thing goes away for you. What the cracked mouth? Yeah, I know it's nagging every time you try to like take a big bite or something. And it cracks back splits open. Puts your mouth open and it kind of bleeds a little bit. It hurts so bad. It's not like I'm dehydrated. You see how much water I drink. I'm really good. We get the um, Trader Joe's alkaline water, which one of those is how many ounces? 18 ounces? Mm, no. Got to be way more than that. Is it 24? Probably at least 32. You're right. I think it is 32. I drink two of those a day, so that's 64. Then plus everything else I, I drink, you know, I have a cup of coffee. So I, I'm definitely getting enough fluid throughout the day. So why the heck my my yeah. mouth is so dry and and we sleep with a humidifier. I know. I don't know. I don't understand it. I don't understand it, but it's really frustrating. And I don't feel like the rest of my skin looks dry to you. No, you were dealing with that several weeks ago when we first came home from Florida. Yeah, because that was a that was a pretty dramatic shift, shift in climate from the extreme humid humidity to this. But then, do you remember when we first got home? It was super dry, and then we had like some really humid days here. Whatever. Just to take a, a just to take a shift back to the energy thing for a quick second. Do you feel like my burst of energy has anything to do with the so-called nesting that I'm supposed to be experiencing soon? Nesting as in taking care of your house? What does that mean really? So nesting is this period that pregnant women supposedly go through and what it it, it just is like where you're just like totally nesting the house. You're getting the house ready, the nursery ready, everything ready. And like you're just nesting, like you're getting ready for the baby to come. And I'm wondering if like this burst of energy is like me like prepare, like starting that nesting phase because part, the main reason why I was working so hard in my closet is to clean out my closet in the nursery, which was my, like my athleisure closet. I had all my shoes and everything in there. And now I had to move that out so that the baby stuff could move in. And in, I guess in my mind, I need I I like so desperately want to get that nursery cleared out so that we can prep for her furniture when we get to that point. Yeah, well, you know what? And if not, um, so, I'll I'll go to REI. I'll grab a sleeping bag, and she can sleep in a sleeping bag. You're so funny. No. No. Oh, okay. No, but seriously, do you think that that's what this is? Is it's nesting? I mean, maybe if you're telling me that you're doing it all to try to get the nursery i mean that's 
really what the whole closet thing was. I was get, I was moving out everything I can't wear during pregnancy, boxing it up. You put it up into the, not the attic, but like our storage. That way I had room to move everything out of the nursery. So I guess it kind of is. I don't know. Well, it's not, this nesting you're speaking of is not some kind of like scientific bodily thing happening. I mean, everybody has to do it. You have to get ready for a baby. I know, but they say that it's like a, a true thing like that you go through and you experience and like you can't settle until you get nested fully, like until everything's done. I, maybe. I, I don't know. Just just wanted to gauge you on that. So let's see. You've had veins popping this week. Yeah. Let's talk about that vein. Well, first of all, I had a vein. My first, my first varicose vein I discovered on my calf the other day. Do varicose veins hurt? I don't think. I mean, mine, the one that I have on my leg doesn't. I just saw it in the shower and I'm like, that's ugly. Awesome. You think that's going to go away? I don't think that they do. You have to get them zapped off. I think so. And they're pretty bad in my family. So mama, hmm. mama had them terrible. I thought varicose veins were painful. I, I think if they're wrong. bulging, I think if they're bulging, then they, then they can be painful, but I don't have any pain in mine. Well, uh, so this next vein, mm-hmm. uh, where uh, on your body uh, is this vein you speak of? Do you want me to say, or do you want to proudly claim it? I'm going to, I'm going to give you a multiple choice. Is it a on your shoulder? Mm-hmm. B on your boob? Mm-hmm. C, on your ankle, mm-hmm. or D, none of the above? B for boob. B for boob! And you're pretty proud of it, aren't you? Yep, I am. Uh, and the reason for that is it is in the shape of an M. The perfect it shape is of a an uppercase sh- M. Straight up M. Yeah. Uppercase M. Yeah. For It does. It looks like the Zorro, but an M. Yeah. I did it. I think you did it in my sleep. I did. I branded you. I went. Matt. Why? Uh, You know what? Uh, That is a a spectacular vein. Uh, I wish we could show people. Uh Uh-huh. But we can't Uh because it's private. But, I mean, it's pretty close to my areola. Yeah, it's it's side boob. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. We did we did show Lauren, but just a photo of it. A yeah, friend a real zoomed in photo. Yeah, I sent it to my my best friend Megan too, and she did you? She lost her marbles over it. Hilarious. Hey, we took some gender announcement photos because we released the gender on the Finally. podcast. Finally, I know this whole thing is weird when we do this thing and we talk about well. Here's what we did this week, but you're actually listening to it like four weeks in advance. So by the time you listen to it, it you was mean like, in the future. Yeah, right. I said that in advance. Or wait, yeah, you're right. So by the time you hear it, you're like, oh, that's confusing because that happened four weeks ago. Yeah, I know it's weird, but that's so, just what's happening in our life at the, at the moment that we're recording this. So, so yeah, so we released the podcast that was the gender reveal. Announcement. Announcement. And it's been really yeah. cool. Uh, people have been... Sending, Everyone's really excited. Yeah. Great wishes. And here's the thing. I don't think we're going to release the name at all. 
I mean, when she's born. Yeah, but until then, <laughs> sorry. Can you imagine if she was a baby no name? What, just forever? Yeah, like we just never released her name. No, we don't have to. Release it. Pretty sure that that'd be weird. No, I'm saying publicly release it. You don't have to publicly say it. You mean after she's born? Yes. Well, why would you not say her name? I'm just saying there are some people that are very private about their lives and they don't want to go publishing their baby's kids and all that stuff name. We think here's the thing. We think we may have a name. Everyone says that, you know, just hold off because sometimes you change your mind after you see your baby. And that's so that's what we're doing. We're being we're being cautious. We have a name that we love. But if we see her and we're like, you know what, that name doesn't fit, then we'll be okay with that. But then that way we're not married to it because we haven't announced it everywhere. There you go. That's smart. So that's just where we're at. Yeah. So Plus, it helps us to just have one thing that's private because we've been very open about this whole process. Right. And it feels good to just have something that's ours, I guess. Well, yeah. I mean, we decided to do this. But, yeah. But yeah, you're right. It's nice to just have like one thing that it's kind of for us. And eventually I'm sure we'll end up saying. Like oh, yeah. You, like for you said. Sh- for sure we will. Hey, what like cravings have you been having anything new just shrimp shrimp straight up scrimp man what is it with me and shrimp i don't know we did baja fresh two days was it in a row somebody got on me about it too like of course wrote on my instagram like you you should not be having any seafood at all and i'm like that's actually inaccurate i googled it and they highly recommend having cooked shrimp while pregnant because it's a great source of iodine so maybe I'm craving shrimp because I need iodine. I don't know. Here's the funny thing about all the sushi stuff. And we go to sushi restaurants. Of course, you never order the raw sushi. You no. always order cooked or baked stuff. Baked crab. Baked that's crab. All I that, get. That's kind of your thing right now while you're pregnant. Yeah. But, or shrimp tempura. But again, cooked. Yeah. The thing about it is we did a lot of research on this because we wanted to make sure we were doing the right thing. You're not, as per the United States standard, you're not supposed to be eating raw seafood. The funny thing about it is in Japan and other places that are sustained on on a major, major fish and sushi diet, they do it. Their entire pregnancy, all they do is eat sushi. I had actually read Because I asked you this question. I had actually read that people in Japan thought of the U.S. as kind of silly when it comes to the pregnancy stuff because and and quite frankly offended that the u.s would kind of turn their nose up at it when that's really their main diet if we have any listeners from japan or have japanese heritage that you kind of know how that pregnancy and motherhood in in japan goes uh chime in somewhere like give us some comments on angela's blog at angelalancer.com when she does her recap of this episode i'm really curious about that because I've read it, but I don't think we've actually talked any to anyone who is from Japan. No, so we haven't. I'm interested in that. Well, the the interesting thing, too, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like when you did this research, the whole reason that they don't want you eating sushi while pregnant is listeria, the, the bacteria that you could possibly contract the disease from. But wasn't it the research that you read, wasn't it that there was a lot less instances of listeria in japan than there are in the united states clearly it's something I, honestly i don't remember 
that. Because I remember you reading me some stats and, we, and you and I were just like, this is crazy. But I do remember the doctor saying something about the whole hysteria thing is so out of proportion, over, overblown, that the cases of listeria are not very high. And it was just one of those things that some, for some reason it has caught on that you have to stay away from anything that might possibly contain listeria, but it's really not as big as everyone makes it seem. By the way, our doctor said, if I want to go get really high quality sushi, such as a a seared or raw ahi tuna every once in a while while pregnant, I'm okay to do so if it's a place that we can absolutely trust. Me personally, I just feel like I'm just not going to do it because everyone's got me so scared. Maybe by baby number two, we'll throw caution in the wind and be like, yeah, whatever. Cause (laughs) you know, but she, she said that there is just as much fear of listeria in seaweed as there is in the fish. Oh yeah. So, and I feel like people probably have no idea about that. People scarf that Trader Joe's seaweed. Well, that's probably flash heated. I have no Those idea. chips. I'm talking about in the sushi where they use the, the um, actual fresh seaweed for to wrap the the sushi in. Oh, so even if you're having like a baked crab roll and the seaweed is raw, oh, you have just you have the same chance of getting listeria from that as you do the fish. Is the way that my doctor explained it to me. Which I don't eat seaweed anyways. We always use soy paper. So. Uh, yeah, I like the taste of soy paper better. Which is funny to me because you love the seaweed chips from Trader Joe's. I do. Yeah, I don't know why. I, it's why, why is that? I don't know. When I'm doing the seaweed chips, I like the seaweed. Is when it I'm because doing... they're so salty? No, I, I don't know. I like the taste of it when I'm eating the seaweed chips. I think I know I'm getting that flavor. I hate those things, but you and the dog love them. <laughs> Soka loves them. It's because they're salty. So you've been doing your shrimp kick. You're kind of still on it. Uh, you're, well, yeah. I mean, it's night. You cook some incredible shrimp and grits. Yeah. And I'm sure we're going to be doing some more shrimp tacos or something this week. Can I ask you a question? So Megan, my best friend said when I was very early pregnant, she said, or early on in my pregnancy, I should say, she said that when you are pregnant, that you cook better than you've, you cook any other time of your life. That like your flavors, like your taste. Like, Why, is that because your, your smell is supposed to be? She didn't say it, but she swears by it. Do you feel like my cooking's any different since I've been pregnant? I mean, take tonight aside because I feel like you think that tonight's dinner was like really, really good. It was great. Um, I just feel like I'm just the same as I always am. Although yeah. I did make some bomb cookies last night. You did. It's really hard to keep a good diet around Angela. I just love to cook and bake. You do love to cook. I don't think your meals have been any better or worse. I think you're a great cook all the time anyway i mean every now and then you have a meal that we're not really fond of but like it's because i'm constantly trying new things yeah but that's still happening i'm very i'm very adventurous when it comes to our meals right so that's still happening so i really wouldn't say that you're any better or any worse because i already think you're good yeah well thank you i appreciate that you know that I appreciate having somebody who I... I make sounds when I eat. That That's my Angela's. favorite thing in the whole world is when you make a sound when you really? eat because it makes me know that I'm doing my job. This is what I do. I go... Mm, mm, you do much more than that, but mm, I don't know if you mm, want me to like mm, put that out there. Mm, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. <sighs> we went to uh, 
some pre-Emmy parties this week. That's the day that I burnt my arm on the well, steamer. Well, that's why you burnt your arm. You yeah, were, you were ironing or uh, steaming your, your dress. No, you were steaming your shirt. My dress is already steamed. You had to zip me into a dress. I had to wear Spanx. Was that, it was not a fun experience for you. I was just so uncomfortable. The shoes weren't even the uncomfortable part. Audrey, our stylist, got my shoes stretched. My feet really weren't that bad. It was the dress. It was so constricting. The problem is, is that you fed me between parties. You know, it was a fun night, though. It was. We had a good time. We went out to the NBC party. Uh, you know, we got all dressed up, drove down. Uh, it was and everybody at NBC, basically, from executives to other talent and stars and stuff. A lot of the SNL people. Yeah. Uh, Andy Samberg and, and Leslie Jones on SNL, who is a huge fan of Timeless. Mm-hmm. So I had to go and meet her. I went and said hello to it. Go she back and so check fun. my Instagram, at Matt Lanter. You'll see that photo on there. She was great. Oh, my gosh. She was, like, pitching ideas for the show. She wants to come on. I really, really want her to come on. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Uh, there was a, just a bunch of other people there from NBC. And uh, after that, we went and got a quick bite at this little romantic uh, Italian place. It's one we like in West Hollywood. Yeah. It's called uh, El, Pic- El Piccolino. Yeah. And it's on Robertson. If, if you guys are in LA. It's just really romantic and quiet. Super and... romantic. Very small. Kind of very hidden away. Very good. Very good. And we went over there, had a quick meal. Yep. And uh, went on over to... Uh, the I had motion some burrata that was amazing. Yeah. Pasteurized. Yes. <laughs> Went That's over another to one of my cravings, actually. Burrata cheese. Yeah. Well, you were craving that way before. Has nothing to do with pregnancy. But now, like, I really want it. But you were loving burrata back in the I feel like I've been asking a lot, a lot for Italian, don't you? Not any more than normal. Really? Italian's kind of one of our go-tos. Even my shrimp thing isn't, like, overwhelming either. Mm, a little more than usual, I'd say. Yeah, but it's not. I'm not like making you leave the house to go get it. No, you haven't done any of that stuff this whole pregnancy. Yeah, I, I've not really done any of the, you know, 11 p.m. trips to anywhere. I mean, with invention of Postmates. But even still, we haven't made any special Postmate orders for me to get like a craving. No, but I'm really looking forward to clicking that Postmates button when you have these cravings if you ever even get them or when the baby's here and you just say oh i want this i want this i don't have to run out what a great invention oh my god! can we gosh. talk about really quickly what they just did though on their app because that is a total game changer for us the whole 9.99 delivery thing yeah they did like a 9.99 unlimited delivery for a whole month usually the cheapest delivery on there is 2.99 and Which they a, raised to three ninety nine with this thing, and that's a yeah two ninety nine is a good deal anyway. So basically, you get three three ninety nine deliveries in one month, and you're spending more than paying for the unlimited nine ninety nine delivery. If you think about it, it's a great deal. It's a great deal, and it it works for everything. There's like no we restrictions there. Pretty much do Postmates at least once a week at least yeah. i think i mean i i cook a lot but like when we're really like digging in and like getting some projects done we don't want to have to break to cook so yeah and you grill a lot you're really good about going outside and just grilling up a meal yeah but it's just so easy it is it, it just especially like because we know what we like and we have our favorites and yeah. we you know we know what's on postmates anyway off topic so we went to the motion picture television fund yep. party in century city where there was tons of stars yep uh focusing a lot on tv but a lot of film stars there too uh we looked for dolly parton <sighs> because that's angela's 
favorite and supposedly Ugh. a cousin to Angela, Kenfolk. She's Kenfolk to me. She is. Somebody, I've heard this my whole life. Somebody told us that she was there and we looked for her, her big blonde wig, and we did not get to see it. Somebody actually walked us over to meet her. Michael Osiello, yeah. Uh, and we couldn't find her. Maybe next time. I was so upset. I was so looking forward to that because like Dolly Parton to me is like the level of celebrity as like Elvis Presley would be or the Backstreet Boys. Like she's up there with them for me. Which is large. Like you can't get any bigger than them for right. me. Right. I mean, like I love well, her. You really Christmas can't movie. get any bigger than her. You know what I mean? <laughs> she's just a tiny little thing. Listen. Big old boobs. <laughs> listen. We didn't even look up to see if she won the Emmy. Yeah, we didn't. We should do that. I want to know if she won the Emmy for her. Well, we love her movies at Christmas time. The the Coat of Many Colors and all of all of her Christmas specials, which she's doing one again this year. I'm so excited. Those things do really well for because they're so good. They're family friendly. Yeah, they're people sweet. Love them. And they have I love it because they have a Christian tie-in. It's just all about it's the true meaning of Christmas is what her movies are about, and I love that. Also, you brought to my attention that um, the CMT Country Music Christmas special is coming up, and I'm not coming up, but you that they already <laughs> right. announced it. Yeah, and I'm really excited about it because Reba yeah. is hosting, and yeah. man, I love me some Reba. Well, you'll get to see Dolly at that, I'm sure. You know, I don't know. Well, anyway, speaking of boobs, uh, you had a boob incident. I did. Is this the same? This is, this is un, you know, unrelated to the vein, but it is the same boob. I was going to say, is it the same? It is. It's the right one. Okay. Well, we're, oh, we're out eating some little quick lunch, a yep. uh, little back patio. We were back there by ourselves in the back patio. Yeah. Uh, we finish up our lunch and Angela goes, what is, what is, and she reaches in her shirt, pulls her hand out. And your fingers are wet. Yeah. With not sweat? No, it was just my right one. Your boob's leaking. Your <sighs> boob is officially leaking. It was only that one time. It hasn't done it since, to my knowledge. And I don't know what made me realize that it was happening. Like, I don't know if it felt wet to me. I think I think it did. Something, is that what it was? It was either, it either itched or felt wet or something. Cause you I reached like, out and my hand was totally wet. The doctor told us last visit that this could possibly happen. I guess it's about the time that you're going to so. start. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, we, didn't, we haven't really looked it up. Like, when do your breasts start producing milk? When are they, like, ready? Well, I don't know. I mean, you don't even produce milk for the first like 72 hours of the baby's life. You just have colostrum. So, and that's probably what it was because it was clear. It was not milky in any shade at all. I thought colostrum was like yellow. I think, really it's, got, I think it's got a yellow tint to it. I think you're very right. Very thick. I don't know if it's very thick or not. I've never seen colostrum. So, oh. I, I just know what it is. I mean, but this was clear. It was very, it was clear. Yeah. And there was a. a Enough that it was, it left some on my bra, even. Huh. Speaking well, of bras, I got a new bra from Third Love. Obsessed. You love it? I love it because my ribs don't hurt. Well, that's good. Went up a full size. I think I'm about to be outside of that, though. I think I'm going to have to... Get another one? Advance to the next size. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to. You keep complaining about it. That's one thing you really keep complaining about is how heavy your breasts feel. 
I mean, you've you felt them. You said that you could get a workout from them. Yeah, last podcast. I can curl them suckers. They're even heavier now than they were last week. I guess are they full of milk or are they just are they denser? Is that what happens? You know, I haven't looked it up, but I already have dense breasts, which we talked about last episode. But I showed you last night I'm starting to get these spots under my boobs because they're like literally just laying against because I'm carrying so high. I think the spots or like rash or whatever it is, is probably because your bra is tight or you're sweating in them all day and, it, and it's not moving around much. It might be also because I've been wearing sports bras, which are too small for me. Why do you have to wear bras around the house? I mostly wear them because A, you never know when somebody's going to come to the door. B, my nipples show through everything right now. Because they're getting larger, unfortunately. And that's really it. Those are my two reasons. Okay. I need a new sports bra. My sports bras are just too small for me right now. They're cutting off my circulation. I need to just bite the bullet and order myself a new sports bra. Yeah, you should. I have two in my shopping cart right now, actually, from H&M. And after we get done with this, I'm just going to go place the order. Yeah. Yeah. There's no no reason to be they're uncomfortable. Not, they're not sports bras. They're they're actually nursing bras, but they have no underwire in them, and I think that that's what I need. There you go. Yeah. Let's go click order. I know. Don't want you to suffer. I know. Okay, so we got we talked about your Pilates, and we yeah. uh What else do we want to talk about this week? Oh, the Ohio Ohio showers pretty much locked down. Yeah, it's locked down. We got it scheduled. It's uh, it's a for sure thing. I don't think either of us are looking forward to that travel though. I'm not We're looking forward not. to the travel. I'm not looking forward to, to the five hour flight. I'm not looking forward to like how it's going to make me feel physically, yeah. my body. Yeah, but, but it'll at least nice it'll be a direct flight. It'll be nice to see everyone. Yeah, it will. And I think we're going to take the dog, which that'll be like a little bit better. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm kind of wondering though if while we're there we should make a little bit of a trip out of it and go somewhere else like a little road trip a little bit because like this is going to be the last time that we can fly until after we have the baby you know yeah I've thought about that maybe maybe driving up like to New England or something yeah that could be cool go to Gettysburg you've always wanted to go to Gettysburg I have I've really actually never been to any of those northeastern towns I've never done the Boston thing I've never done Gettysburg's not far from Gettysburg. Akron. And at the time, it might be really pretty in those areas, actually. It's going to be beautiful We could go look for Stars Hollow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Connecticut. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, oh, man. Uh, the baby got in uh, a new stroller. Yeah, we got our first stroller. It's made by Baby Zen. It's called the Yo-Yo. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. So I haven't really played around with it much, but you were showing me how to fold it up, and it was so easy. Super easy. Once you kind of know what you're doing... It's really so. Is it is it like a, a hat a, like a hatch underneath of it, or how is that? I saw you like pull something and it just folded right up. Yeah. Well, once you yeah yeah once it's undone, it's meant to to do it with one arm, right? Because you're holding typically your mom or her dad or whoever's holding their kid with one arm, so they got to have only one arm to do it. So they the way they made this thing was it um, you reach underneath. There's a little clip. You pull it and you pull the handle and you basically just pull the whole thing up. Do you have to un? Take the, the whole handle down first, though. I feel like there were two buttons I saw you move. Uh, it, it helps if like you like... the handlebar? Like, yeah. And it's kind of stupid to talk about on the podcast because no one knows what this thing looks like. But yeah, you press the little buttons on the on the on like the push handle. Yeah. And that folds down first. And that's better to do it once that's already folded down. Anyway, so when you pull up on this other handle, you pull up and there's a strap down there that goes over your shoulder and everything. It's really cool. I'm excited about it. 
honestly, it's not that much bigger than like a briefcase once it folds up. It's not. It's very small. You can it's take it on the, you can take it on the um the upper uh, what do you call it where you like store your luggage above your seat? Yeah. Totally, overhead. Oh, totally fit in an overhead really well. Actually, that's really nice because I I have read so many people say that their their strollers get damaged on flights. Yeah, and these strollers for anyone who doesn't know Strollers are expensive. Like the nice they ones, they really are. They're like five hundred bucks. I think this one was about a five hundred dollar stroller. Yeah. But from everything we've read and we've seen YouTube videos, that people love it and say it is very worth it. Speaking of baby products, you do realize that we are going to our first baby event this week. We're going to this car seat fitting safety event. Yeah, it's called the red carpet, but the C A R part is like capitalized. And so you go down there, they don't gift you a car seat, do they? Yes, because they put it in your car and they teach you appropriately Ah. how to put it in your car. They teach you child safety in the car. They're going to teach us everything. We're going with our friends, Justin and Melissa, actually. You know, it's a really good thing that they do this because how nice is that you can go down there and have a professional tell you... professional like a professional car seater well, it's going to be the, the people from the brand i think are going to teach you how to put it in or yeah. probably or maybe it's a firefighter actually i don't know but either way i think it's really nice that we get to go down there and have someone tell us how to do it and show us how to do it and now we have our new suv which that, i love uh, driving by the love way the suv life <laughs> so i'm really loving having an suv it's great it's nice i've taken it out and and done a couple of not road trips, but driven around LA a little bit by myself yeah, you like it. on the highways. And I I actually, I really like sitting up higher. Yeah. I feel like I can see more. Yeah. So I, I love driving my truck around. No, I, and I've driven your truck a hundred times, but there's something about this that just feels a little bit more my size. Right. The truck's big. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little, it's a little bigger. Okay. Well, uh, it's probably getting to be that time we should wrap up, but there's one more thing that we wanted to talk about was that baby L is putting some pressure on you. Well, here's the thing. So yes, she's been there. (laughs) Do you remember the other day we're getting off the highway and she laid on my bladder and I felt like I was going to pee my pants. Yeah. And I was like, you've got to get me home right now. Yeah. She did it when you were laying on the couch the other time too. And it, the pressure lasts for about 60 seconds and then she shifts and all of a sudden I don't have to pee anymore. I mean, I thought you were going to pee in that brand new seat. It was bad, but then it went away. I'm going to have to, I'm going to put plastic down for you from now on. <laughs> I'm going to carry plastic in that car. I'm going to make you wear Just give me a diaper. I think I, I will. Just give me a diaper. And Do we'll pregnant be okay. women wear diapers like in their third trimester? I don't, I, I'm not going to name names here, but I do have a girlfriend who was driving in her car while pregnant and started laughing and she peed all over her car. I mean, do women wear diapers? No, I don't think so. I've not heard that. I bet some of them do. Because uh, like what happened to you? Your second trimester. And you thought your world was going to... You thought your world was going to end in an explosion of urine. <laughs> like, I thought my world was going to end over a leg cramp. Let's clarify that. You, you've thought your world's going to end quite a few times. So, well, the clit cyst that that about ended my world right, right. there. I'm looking forward to the next three months. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she has been. So I've been feeling a lot of pressure down in my vagina or on my rectum, and I've thought this whole time I was like, "Is that the baby just like kicking or laying there?" 
now I'm kind of wondering if I'm getting a varicose vein in my vagina. What? Yes, I've done a little bit of research and that can happen. So Come on. I'm gonna talk to the doctor on Friday about it, but I it, it may just be the baby, but it may also be a varicose vein. I don't know. Great. Dr. Matt, back in session. I There's nothing be... you can do about that that I'm aware of. Wow. It's like hemorrhoids. You can't do anything about hemorrhoids. Oh my gosh. I could operate. Listen, that is a word that you're going to become very familiar with because after I have the baby, that's part of childbirth. You get horrible hemorrhoids. Every woman knows that. Hmm. So the sits baths are going to be back in our future. Well, I will end this podcast by saying I am glad I'm not a woman. And you're going to end it by saying that you're going to buy me the toilet that I want, right? Oh, my gosh. You guys... Let's save this for next time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, hey, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. And we will be back with you for week 23. Yeah. And we will be... have a report at, from the doctor at that point. We will. Yep. A, a We're going to see the doctor on Friday. Yeah. So we'll, we'll let you know next week what's going to happen this coming up week for us. And that will let you know how his first red carpet baby event went. <laughs> True. All coming up next time on Hello Hello Pump. Pump. (laughs) All right, guys. See you later. All right. Thanks for listening, guys.